What's up, Earthlings? And welcome back to another episode of the ET Podcast. I hope everyone is having a great and productive week. I know each week, hell, each motherfucking day can bring new and frustrating obstacles or challenges. So I just want to encourage all my listeners to stay positive because we all know with new obstacles, um, you get new, new like innovative processes in which you overcome them or best case scenario, you find a new route to your destination and ain't nothing wrong with that. And with new challenges comes new success or at least further education on how to achieve it. And I just say all that to say, don't be discouraged because the moment you let it affect you, it probably will. This week, we are here to discuss, debate, deliberate, converse, break it down, or chop it up, so to say, about interdependency versus codependency. This topic is um, an important aspect on all levels and within every connection in life, I think. We are going to discuss, you know, interdependency and codependency as individual traits, but also compare the two together to see, you know, the differences. Um, Per usual, because, you know, we got to open up and be self-aware and take self-accountability. So we'll have a little self-awareness session where we figure out whether we're leaning more towards interdependency or codependency because let's be honest, our ambitions and our ever-changing lives due to achievement or growth into better things. I mean, the goal is always to view where you are at and where you want to be and really try to get there and figure out how, how you can do that, what you can do, what you can change. And if you are leaning more towards codependent or interdependent, and that is neither one of which you would like, we're also going to discuss how to change that depending on your desired outcome. So really, like, believe it or not, some people would prefer to be codependent over interdependent because self, self-accountability self can be very scary and intimidating. Um, it's an intimidating factor that most are not ready nor ever willing to deal with. So we'll get into that. Um, Not only will we discuss interdependent and codependent, we will also discuss the lack of need for either on the basis of being an independent and what that consists of. So without further ado, let's get into it. Interdependency. Okay, so interdependence, meaning the dependence of two or more people or things mutually reliant on each other. For example, like All living things, even such as ourselves, depend on the environment to provide us with what we need. And if you think about it, in some instances, we as a society have even found ways around waiting on the environment so we can be fulfilled all year round, so to say, and not just seasonal. And I explain it in this manner because it paints a picture for interdependency by showing you that it's a choice. And in a relationship, it's a conscious decision between two independent people Uh, that decide to be together. Like being interdependent is a decision, a decision to be interdependent with each other. And interdependency can look like, um, like being conscious of someone else's time, being conscious of one another's time, you know, being able to recognize that just because you're with somebody doesn't mean that they don't have their own timeline, their own goals, their own their own life, their own schedule, their own things to do that may or may not involve you, but that does not um, that does not lessen the relationship. That is a huge part of interdependency. Also, regarding regarding one another's weaknesses, but focusing more on the strengths. I honestly feel like that's why a lot of people get nowhere in life is because 
I mean, as we all know, we have weaknesses, but we tend to focus on that more than we tend to focus on the strength. So in interdependency, a trait would be knowing that the weaknesses are there, but majority of the time you're going to focus on the strengths and work on those and get what you can from those and um, work on actually diminishing what you consider the weaknesses if you no longer want them around. Um, To be able to recognize that like we're not great at everything and that's okay too. And in interdependency, there is no explanation or apologies really needed for for weaknesses, so to say, because it's like already understood on an independence level. Uh, You're already self-aware, and that's a huge factor in being interdependent, is really learning yourself independently in order to be able to understand interdependence, if that made any sense. Um, Another another trait of interdependency might look like limiting excess criticism or dealing with issues directly and like head on. I feel as though um, I have become like very independent and not only with age, but also just from a factor of losing those closest to me through either death, drugs, or failure to grow. Because that that's honestly a thing. Like you lose people in life from their failure to grow and not necessarily even grow with you, but maybe even grow independently. And with that independence, you learn that if you don't deal with issues directly, like when you're alone and you have no one else there to hold you accountable or you see them being accountable for themselves to remind you, you really realize that if you don't deal with issues directly, they never will get dealt with. And it it only took me a few times to realize that just because I ignore or discard my problems does not mean, huh, does not mean that someone else will notice them, let alone pick them up and help me with them. This is very much a codependent trait. So interdependency is some sort of independence and self-accountability. In order to be able to mutually rely on each other, you must first accomplish that within yourself. So... Oh, also, another big part of being interdependent is excusing mistakes. Again, knowing mistakes are going to happen and that's a part of life and being able to excuse them is a huge part of interdependency. And now for the latter, codependency. Okay, so codependent meaning excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner. Now, this could be friends, this could be family, this could be romantic. This ain't no one-way street, okay? Um, An example could be, let's say, as simple as someone taking responsibility for another's actions. That's codependency. Or it could run as deep as, like, uh, let's say, neglecting our own needs in the process of caring for somebody else's shit while they don't even care for their damn selves. Ooh, child. I know we can all relate to that last one, so we ain't even gonna get into that. But codependency, unlike interdependency, psychologically is not a choice. And I'm gonna list off a few examples of codependency, and I guarantee you there's a high chance that we all can identify with one or more, and our circumstances play a huge role in that. So just be open. Uh, To be codependent can look like um, regularly apologizing for something that you didn't do, regularly apologizing for something that you did do, but it offended someone. It can also look like regularly using a passive-aggressive communication style. You can 
um, refuse to take responsibility or have an excess of responsibility. You can um, lie awake at night worrying about problems. That's codependency. Adapting to, you know, certain attitudes or behaviors around you out of fear of, you know, repercussions or also out of a need for approval. That's codependency. Finding reasons to tolerate any form of disrespect in a relationship is codependency. And that's something that I really had to realize and that was really a part of me from my childhood. Now, me personally, I can relate to at least four of these seven or let's say did relate to at some point in my life because I currently don't relate to the same things um, in, in which, again, circumstances played a huge part in it all as well as self-esteem, social issues, and toxic family, which I guess we could just label under circumstance. So now that I've listed some signs of codependency, I really want to dive a little deeper into what causes codependency and possibly what it is so hard to avoid and break free from because damn it, it's hard. And now I just want you guys to keep in mind that these answers may vary individually, but however, for the most part, Codependency really begins or stems from childhood. And as children, we really lack the life experiences that kind of help us recognize, you know, unhealthy relationships. In childhood years, we don't really know or understand that adults and parents lie and they manipulate and are not always right for that matter. Um, which this is kind of done through perpetuational conditioning. And that truly needs to stop because dysfunctional families and dysfunctional people are real. And we truly must address them as they come. And growing up around these types of family and these types of people can really leave children believing that they are the cause of, you know, such problems that, that they're introduced to or that they don't matter at all, and neither one is the case. So, you know, dysfunctional characteristics of a family or a person can be things like, you know, shaming or being secretive, being judgmental, being manipulative, inattentive, unrealistic expectations, overly harsh or abusive, being unsupportive, being chaotic and unpredictable. And now ask yourself, how many of these apply to your family or people related to your upbringing. Hell, all of these relate to my family and growing up, my parents were never married. So different things were accumulated from different sides. Like my father was secretive and very much denied problems of financial instability as well as his alcoholic ways for a while. He he also would be like very judgmental on everything um, in his life. And eventually before his passing, my dad faced his how alcoholism and sobriety and began to really open up about financial truths about our household and just in life in general. I think he, you know, finally realized that without the knowledge that we'd stay as lost as he did and for as long as he did. And that's a huge transparency moment, putting yourself and your self-shame to the side so your children won't and don't suffer the same. That's a big part. Now, my mother, on the other hand, was all of these and then some. Chaotic, unpredictable, inattentive, overly harsh, manipulative, secretive, judgmental. She had such unrealistic expectations. Like I said, all of this and more. 
And when it comes to dealing with a dysfunctional family and or parents not being able to provide a safe or nurturing, stable environment, kids tend to suffer from a multitude of things, um, such as you learn, you learn to become your own caretaker from a lack of a parent role being around. You know, you become a people pleaser just to feel in some sort of control. You kind of struggle with your boundaries. You're either too open or you're too shut in. Um, Kids can also suffer from feeling guilty about not being able to fix or control the environment in which they didn't even create. And that that's a hard burden to carry and very hard to get over in life as well or get past or work through. You can also, um, from lack of safe environment, you know, stable environment from your parents, you can feel unworthy from lack of love or lack of care because nobody's ever there or what is there is not caring and loving. You know, you learn not to trust and you don't allow help. You tend to be overly responsible and um, it, it comes from being so heavily dependent on in life at such a young age. And, you know, you become controlling for fear of being controlled. And that's probably one of the worst spaces you can put yourself in, whether it be a child, whether it be an adult, you know, being afraid of being controlled and going out there and controlling others is not only counterintuitive, but it is diminishing. It's diminishing personally and it's diminishing amongst others as well. Like you as a person do not thrive from that and others don't thrive from you being that. Codependency has truly been one of the most, no scratch that, the hardest thing to bounce back from in life for me personally. Being conditioned to be codependent, suffering for what was majority of my life, thinking something was wrong with me, and then finally recognizing what was causing my dysfunction and freeing myself day by day, freeing myself mentally, has been one of the most rewarding things in life. And to all my listeners who are recognizing their dysfunction either through this episode or through day-to-day life, or you're already on the path to freeing yourself, just stay vigilant, stay aware, and don't be discouraged. Know that your journey is yours alone, but you are not alone. You you bound to run into somebody out there traveling and moving and grooving through your journey. Don't worry about it. You're not alone. And no matter the level of confusion or unsatisfaction with, you know, the horrible relationships or dynamics or unresolved issues that we had in our past, we still tend to bring these into adulthood because it's what we know. It's familiar, familiarity. And yet the biggest difference you need to recognize is that you're an adult now and you're able to see yourself and meet your needs in such a way that your parents or caretakers were not able to, but also in ways that you deserve. You like, you no longer have to live as a scared child anymore. Step up and take a good look at who you are and stand up for what you believe in now and not what was negatively conditioned in you. When it comes to suffering from codependency on any level, you need to really learn how to establish your own personhood away from any partner you may have. Again, whether it be family, whether it be friends, or whether it be romantic, you have to really focus on things that bring you joy outside of, you know, your work or your friends or your relationships. It's hard work pulling yourself out of old habits, but this habit of codependency is not one you will miss, I promise. So just be patient with yourself. So we have discussed interdependency, we have discussed codependency, now to place them side by side and see how they 
compare or really have a lack of comparison due to the fact that they're like night and day. So let's get into it. Um, A codependent relationship is when one person tends to do most of the giving and receives little support or no help in return. That sucks. Being an interdependent relationship, there's more of a mutual reliance on each other and a balanced give or take. So you don't feel like you're going without. Um, Within a codependent relationship, you tend to have this enmeshment or merging of your identity and feelings so that neither person is truly functioning as a whole or an independent person. However, being interdependent, you have a sense of being your own separate self and being an independent Um, Being codependent, you tend to lose sight of your own interests, goals, values, and instead you do or say what your partner does. And with an interdependent, interdependent relationship, you feel free to be your authentic self. With codependency, you can tend to absorb other people's feelings and suppress your own. With interdependency, you fully experience your own feelings. Um, With codependency, you also tend to fear conflict and have poor boundaries and you tend to expect perfection while with interdependency you're able to disagree or say no without any type of guilt um do you see the difference in between these two it's like living literally night and day being codependent always has to do with another factor being interdependent can do with that other factor but doesn't have to be based off of that that's the biggest difference between the two So now that we have studied, discovered, discussed, and reflected about our past and present and detoxified future, we still have one more subject to touch on, which is neither the latter or the former, but its own separate entity, which is independence. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Because by definition, it means free from outside control or not depending on another's authority. Uh, It can also mean not depending on another for livelihood or sustenance. It can mean capable of thinking or acting for oneself. It can also mean not connected with another or within each other separate. So sometimes within relationships, there tend to be people who are neither inter nor codependent upon others. And this is very very rare within my realm of the world, But I have witnessed a few independent people who have been able to uphold great relationships, however, and that is a big however, because it truly takes a reasonable and understanding being to choose relationships that they know they don't necessarily need. Especially when the one or ones that they love are codependent by default or interdependent by choice. But truly as adults, we should be working towards some sense of independence to truly look at yourself see where you are what you are and then decide if this is worth continuing or is it time for change independence doesn't equate to loneliness but rather helps you filter the way that you love yourself and allows you to do the same with those who think that they want to love you traits of an independent person may include things like someone who takes a risk and someone who speaks their mind despite the consequences Refusing to be defined by anyone's negative emotions. An independent person can, you know, be very depersonalizing of others' attitudes. They're also very accepting of others', you know, opinions and having no need to change the idea of someone else's opinion just to match yours. 
Uh, independent person takes regular time to, you know, self-reflect and not self-judge, actually self-reflect and consciously learn from their experience. You know, independent is not dependent and being either codependent or having interdependency for any period of time can make independence feel like a slap in the face. But truth of the matter is, is that some of us are just built or even just have reconditioned ourselves in such a way that self-connection may be the only forever connection we truly want or need. And that is not to diminish the codependence or the interdependence from their choice or journey. But like I said earlier, our journey is ours alone to travel. But still, you are never alone truly from the passerby on the streets to the small talk with the local store clerk, or even the long-loved, short-lived relationships, or vice versa. Independence does not equate loneliness. Codependence does not equate completeness. And interdependence does not equate soul dependence. So a small tangent before I go, which I wrote down earlier in my notes, and I understand we've discussed interdependency and codependency from person to person, but I just want to say the ridiculousness of the codependency that we have as people, as Americans on this system and on the things that they've built through this system for survival, such as employment or just relying on certain institutions to approve us for certain things just to be able to survive. We have to be approved to survive in this world. It is a crazy reality when you think about it. So I figured I'd just throw that out there a little bit, throw a little, you know, a little seasoning in the pot. I just want to throw that out there, give you something to think about. All right, Earthlings, I think that's it for our trip in our favorite rocket ship this week at least. You can subscribe to the ET Podcast anywhere you can find podcasts from Spotify, here on Anchor, where I record, all the way to Apple Podcasts. This week, we discussed interdependency versus codependency. Next week, we will discuss being broke, which I'm sure we all know what it's like, but we ain't really discussed it. So we gonna get all into that next week. If there's anything you want to comment on as far as the show or any subjects that you might want to suggest, or maybe you just want to get a hold of me, you can leave me a voice message. That's an option here on the Anchor app. So go ahead, leave me a message and I'll address it in the next episode. Tune in each week on Wednesday to get a new episode. Subscribe and share the ET podcast with family and friends. Again, you can find this podcast on any platform that podcasts are available, make sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss an episode. See you next week, Earthlings.